What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is Will. There's Casino, and we are back with the Only Sports Podcast. That's right, the Only Sports Podcast. As you might have noticed, my background is different. I'm not in a different room. I just moved my desk from the middle of the room to where it's supposed to be, which is why I have this very bland background that I will fix by next episode. But Casino, how you doing today? I'm doing actually really good today. I'm back home and uh, back from my vacation. I have some me time, which is great. Um, yeah. Which, let's get into that. Um, so <laughs> we didn't have our second episode. Um, it was one of those things where, you know, you take your entire equipment down on vacation with you. And you're like, oh, you know, just tell them that you're going to have some me time. And I told them leading up to this, hey, you know, I'm going to go do an hour and a half, two hour podcast. Cool, cool. Everybody was on board. Nope. <laughs> as soon as we get there it's oh no no you can't do that you gotta go do this oh no no you can't do that okay it's like okay perfect so i don't get to do my podcast yeah so i apologize everybody for that i'm not blaming anybody whatsoever um let's just say uh, <laughs> i love being married don't you guys <laughs> <laughs> um and uh on my end casino because i switched it also means i switched my double screen so now anytime i'm looking at the screen it just looks like i'm looking at you so anytime i'm looking at my second screen i'm actually just looking at casino but uh from here on out we will always have a podcast i will upload on tuesdays and fridays that's going to be the new thing we'll do solo shows if we have to my wife was willing to fill in which would have been great because she knows nothing about sports so we will have guests no, but we, we we have talked about that i'm um, bringing on guests um in case one of us are not able to do this um do our because of our kids or our wives or everything which also why, the wives why, what's up mostly the wives yeah um and do you want to explain why you have a different uh, background oh that's true my wife did not like the desk in the middle of the room which is where it had to be to show my bookcase which is now in front of me i think i can do a thing where i flip the laptop the other way i'm gonna try that for next episode and keep the desk where it is we'll see we'll see that doesn't matter uh but we are back a uh, huge weekend in sports that actually started on Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, which, how was I, your Thanksgiving was casino? Oh, it was it was nice. Uh, so actual Thanksgiving Day, um, we just went to the zoo with the kid, took her for the first time. So that was pretty cool. She didn't give a shit, um, <laughs> which was great. Uh, I, she's too young to distinguish. Oh, that's the giraffe that I strangle at home. There's a giraffe that I can strangle in real life. Yeah, she didn't get the connection. Um, and that's why you're but, now banned from the zoo. No, I'm banned from the zoo because I yanked a tiger. A lion. It was a, a lion. lion. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, they were all sleeping. Somebody already yanked them too much. They all passed out. <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, everybody. <laughs> uh, no, but it was no one ever said um, that. No one ever said that. We didn't what? do much on Thursday. Friday, we had a... Um, it was just six of us. That was it. Kept it nice and easy. Um, and then the rest of the weekend... Uh, traveled um california is large and it's like oh i'm gonna go visit this friend i'm gonna go visit this friend and guess who has to drive yeah yeah and guess who has to pay for gas <laughs> guess who, uh, anyway i love my wife i love my wife, I love my wife. <laughs> um, anyway. um no it was great how about yours what'd you do uh well i had covid so oh yeah the last podcast we recorded was tuesday i believe 
And I literally had COVID until my family abandoned me. I live with uh, my wife and cha- and two children, obviously. And then uh, my wife's great grand or no, my wife's grandma lives with us. So my wife's grandma, the two kids all left for a week, which would have been nice if I wasn't just slowly dying in a room. And oh, yeah. if you remember the last episode, um, you should have watched it before this episode. Uh, he said he was doing just fine. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, dude. Uh, ironically, on thanks, no, on Wednesday, the day after, and Thursday, it's like I finally got hit with the COVID symptoms, which was just my entire body felt like I had done like a full body workout at the gym, and I was just like sore as shit. And then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I felt like shit. Saturday, I finally tested negative. Sunday, I was like fully negative, took three tests within 24 hours. All of them were negative. And then I woke up this morning with a different cold, but I am all, I am still negative. So now I just caught a separate sickness, illness away from COVID. So that's why my nose is stuffy and I probably sound like it's stuffy. But yeah, so it's just been great. Just been a week of just sitting and not moving and being like, oh man, I'll get to that when it's 2 p.m. And then I look at the clock and it's like 1.30. And then the next time I look at the clock, it's 6.45. And I'm like, how the hell did that happen? So it's been a struggle casino. But let's get enough, into some sports. <laughs> enough about us. Let's get into the sports. Um, You know what? Let's start with Let's start actually with college football because I feel like that that uh, may be one of the best weekends of college football I've ever watched. I would agree. Uh, uh, Just, I mean, teams lost left and right. It was glorious unless you were fans of those teams. So we had, we'll, we'll start with the big games, which was number one, Georgia destroying Georgia Tech. Everybody expected that. This was rivalry week, so you had a lot of in-state rivalry games. The biggest one, however, was the next game, which was number two, Michigan, at now number five, Ohio State. It was two and three, obviously, before these teams met, but Michigan goes into Ohio State, and I thought at halftime it was these this uh, these two teams were within a field goal of each other, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden, it goes third and fourth quarter, and Michigan like is like a 75-yard touchdown pass, an 80-yard touchdown run, a 75-yard touchdown run, and it was just every single time it felt like Michigan touched the ball, they went off for – 70 plus yard touchdown uh this was a crazy game casino oh no i i i watched 95 percent of it um even when i was yeah i was listening to it i wasn't always watching it but i was listening because i was driving in california but um yeah no it was it was it was intense and now we have so after that game, now Michigan is, I honestly thought after that game and beating a top five opponent that handily, I honestly think they should have moved up to one past Georgia. Uh, Georgia has some good wins on its record, but even when they demolished Tennessee, they still only won 27 to 13. And then they also beat, 
when was it? Oh, they remember they destroyed Oregon week one, like mm-hmm. 49 to three. So, but we'll they haven't really game. had, whew, you know, they haven't really had some uh, as stiff a competition as when they beat Tennessee. And Tennessee is now a two loss team. No, no. Te- yeah. Tennessee lost two. And the way Michigan destroyed Ohio State, I really thought they would leapfrog Georgia, but I guess Georgia hasn't really done anything to warrant dropping to two but the uh top four right now which we'll get into the playoffs is number one georgia number two michigan state number three tcu and number four is usc you mean uh michigan not michigan state oh yes michigan i'm sorry so it's georgia michigan tcu usc and then the three I like that i would like it to end like that because i, I mean outside of georgia you have three teams that aren't always in it yeah well it's also you know sec big 10 big 12 pac 12 which i also really like that like that would be fun yeah you get and this is why everywhere well this is why i always think the playoffs should be uh six teams i mean you can go to eight you can go to 10 but i think six would be like the perfect number because then you would have all five power conferences able to be represented. And then like that six wild card team, that is just the best team that didn't win their conference. Right. Right. So let me ask you this. I mean, uh, do you think USC should be four? or, I mean, I know Ohio state just lost to Michigan, but I mean, Michigan's a good team. They're an undefeated team. Um, So now they have the same amount of losses as USC and USC is a single four. So like, where do you, where do you think this? Um, Cause I mean, I know that they beat UCLA and Notre Dame who are ranked, but I do think Notre yeah. Dame is over, over ranked and uh, uh, UCLA, I think is right where they should be um, in their rankings. But what do you think on that? I do. What is it? I do think that USC should be above Ohio state only because Ohio state lost so badly at home i think the at home i think if ohio state would have lost in michigan you could make the case for their one spot above and then you just flip these two but because they were at home and they lost by what three touchdowns i don't think you could justify being like well it was only one loss but let's put him in the the championship game which well, the yeah, so, playoffs. So usc they they pretty much they have their next game is against utah who is their only loss this year again only by one point yeah um it was a 42 43 final um back in october um so i think this coming on the second here uh this you beat utah i think you you beat the team that beat you earlier in the year i think you solidify where you need to be Yeah. Well, I think that's also the interesting part is I think all four of these teams have legit, legit tough matchups like this coming week because Mm -hmm. LSU, they lost uh, again this week, but they lost to a really good, uh, what is it, South Carolina team, I believe. They lost to a really good, no, I'm sorry, a really good Texas A&M team that had beaten another ranked opponent the week before. So Texas A&M was running, you know, they're not a good team, but they're good. They've been good the past two, three weeks. So, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's going to be a fun one, uh, Georgia LSU. I mean, I, it's in Georgia, so that's a 
that's gonna be a fun one. Um, yeah, I think Michigan, LSU really is good. Much. I mean, Michigan, they've got Purdue coming up. I think that's gonna be easy. TCU, they do have. They're at home, but they do have a, a formal opponent in uh, 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 Kansas State University. And um, Kansas State is good, ranked thirteenth. So, I mean, yeah, they're. This, I mean, and these could be these could be fun ones here. Um, and then when when do uh, and wait? I'm sorry, I was talking about South Carolina. Not, oh. um, not, uh, uh, who was I just talking about? Who just played LS, who just beat, not Texas A&M. Sorry. I was talking about mm. South Carolina. South yeah. Carolina was the one that beat ranked opponents like back to back. And they have like Rattler, I believe as well. The, the, the douchebag that used to be at Oklahoma. So oh, go Gamecocks, go Gamecocks. But yeah. So I think honestly, I could see. I think, like you said, I think Michigan rolls this week, and I think Georgia, TCU, and USC are all on upset alert. I could definitely see a scenario where LSU beats Georgia. I could see a scenario where Kansas State beats TCU, and then I could also see a scenario where Utah beat USC, especially because they've already beat them. I mean, it was by one point, but it's not like it was a, you know, a 10 to 11 game. It was still 43 to 42. Mm-hmm. And after the... So let me ask you this. I'm with Alabama winning this week. Uh, do you think there's any way Alabama gets in? Um, well, see, this is the thing. It Then it becomes... So I love chaos, right? No. Especially in college yeah, football. I, and I hate I, for it. I do not want chaos this week. I want these four in the playoff games. I want all four of these teams to win. I'm not a fan of any of these teams, like in terms of like who I root for, but I want these four teams to win just because like you said, it's kind of a fresh matchup except for, you know, Georgia obviously won last year, but they're still like the powerhouse, the SEC, you know, uh, representatives. So I would much rather have a Georgia team that I feel like deserves to be there over a two loss Alabama team or a oh. two loss Clemson team that I felt has been overrated this entire oh, year. Clemson, Clemson, they're done. They're done. Yeah. Cle- well, I'm saying like of any of the lost, teams they just that lost are to the Gamecocks, they're done. Yeah. Or over like a Tennessee, a Clemson. I think Washington would be interesting. I've always hated Penn State. I can't believe Penn State's still a college after all Mm -hmm. that shit that happened a couple years ago. But uh, I want to see Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. But if Georgia, TCU, USC, let's say worst case scenario, they all lose. Then it becomes who the fuck do you let in this thing? Like, oh, right. If so, it would obviously Michigan would jump up to one. I feel like Ohio State would then jump up to. I don't think you could. I if you would just move those three up, like if Michigan, or no, I'm saying if Georgia, TCU, USC all lost, TCU would immediately drop to like ten because the committee hates TCU, so they would immediately <laughs> drop. Out of the, they'd maybe be like eleven or twelve. TCU would be fucking done. Uh, Georgia I see them make it so bad though. I know, so I do, do I. Uh, Georgia, I feel like would still make it in. I feel like they dropped to four. So if Georgia lost, Michigan would go to one. Georgia would go to four. That means there would be two spots in there, and I really feel like it'd be Ohio State, Alabama would be the ones that would move up. 
and then it would be Georgia, or no, then it'd be Michigan, uh, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, which would be a weird, weird matchup because then it would be like Ohio State, Alabama didn't win their championship games. Uh, Georgia lost in their championship game, and then Michigan would be the only one that was like, quote unquote, legit. So I don't know. I don't think there's a scenario where all three of these teams lose this weekend, but it's definitely a possibility, which I don't like because I'd like this final four right here. As long as oh, yeah. you keep Oof, sorry, burp. As long as you keep Ohio State and Alabama out of these top four, like Alabama this year has just they're a good team. Obviously, it's a you know Nick Saban coach team, so they are always gonna be a good team, but it just doesn't you're giving up 52 points to Tennessee, which has been proven to be like overrated from what they were when you played them. And then you're also losing to an LSU team that again, just lost to uh, what they just lost to Texas A&M by 16 or 17 points. It it was something like that. So it's just like, if you let that two loss Alabama team into this comp, like into this, uh, playoff scenario i think you've lost all credibility as a committee like 100 oh, how the hell alabama is still ranked number six in this like over a tennessee team that beat them i don't i don't again there's just always been a bias against alabama everybody who isn't an alabama football fan knows it like it's garbage garbage but any other thoughts on a college football casino? No, pretty much covers it, man. It was fun though. Oh, 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 Oregon, 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 uh, Oregon, Oregon. Oh yeah, no, no, they didn't. They all they had to do was win, and they were in that uh, championship game, um, and for their conference, and they did not. They got upset by Oregon State, um, and or, they were up. They were up. What was they the, were up? Uh, Oh, let me get my cat uh, calculator out here. I had it here for a sec. I mean, I watched the whole second half of this game. Oh yeah, um, no, it was a good game. They were up thirty-one to uh, ten at one point, or thirty-one to seventeen at one point, and then it was, 30, it was thirty-one to ten. So then Oregon State, because uh, I agree, I watched this game too. It was a good game. Or, well, no, it wasn't a good game until the fourth quarter. And then it was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and then Oregon State scores 21 unanswered points. I believe the Oregon Ducks started the fourth quarter with a field goal. Well, they did 20, 28 unanswered because, I mean, oh, no, the, they had the field goal, I guess, in there. Oh, man. But, but just like – the i think so that game not only knocked oregon out of any any talk of going to the uh playoffs but also i feel like it knocked bo nicks out of any talk uh for a heisman i think the heisman at this point it's got to be the uc uh usc quarterback caleb williams like it is it's he's shown up in Every big game this season, even in that Utah game, he wasn't bad. Like they just got beat by Utah. But again, they put up 42 points. He had five touchdowns in that game. So it's not like his fault that they lost. Uh, So I really think it's his. I think the the Heisman's his. I don't see anybody making a case or doing anything to, you know, outperform him in the last week of the season. But yeah, good. uh, 
it's been a really interesting college football season and for it to end like this week where I believe there was like five teams in the top 10 who all lost like again you know against uh their uh division rivals or their hometown this, rivals this, this has been my f- and not just because we started the podcast so I'm following it more um this is one of the best if not the best college football season I've seen in the last decade yeah no it's really good and you know what uh fuck everybody who was saying oh we shouldn't pay college athletes we shouldn't do that the nil rules and how now schools can just give like sponsorships to their players is 100 the reason why now college football feels a lot more like balanced right where there's more opportunities for all these random teams to be good now and it's not just the same i talked about this on last episode when you had to get off early casino but i'm so glad we're out of the era where do you remember a couple years ago it must have been at least 10 years at this point where the national championship game was alabama versus lsu Mm -hmm. after they'd already played each other earlier in the season and the game was like nine to six and it was just like everybody knew they weren't the best two teams in the nation and it was just that sec bias bullshit and it was the fucking worst i'm so glad we're finally finally past like that era of college football because that was some of the worst shit ever yeah i would agree i can i can agree with that all Um, right let's yeah let's move on um where do you want to go next uh i think we should stick with football and move to the nfl which before we start talking about this week have you seen the slate of games for next week this might be one of the best weeks of nfl football coming up like the matchups are insane next week even we have a good thursday night game which is crazy bills at your patriots and then we also have uh, just in terms of good games, Jets, Vikings, Titans, Eagles, uh, Dolphins, 49ers, Chiefs, Bengals, and then I believe, oh, and then Raiders, uh, Chargers is always interesting. So, like, crazy, crazy that we finally get, like, a week where it's, like, all the good teams are playing each other. Like, that, this week's going to be, this Sunday's going to be really good. But as far as this week... We have to start on Thanksgiving with the three games that were played there. Let's start with Bills-Lions. We were messaging during this. Uh, I really thought there was about, I don't know if it was going into halftime or sometime in the third quarter, but I really thought the Lions were going to pull the upset. Oh, me too. I really thought they had it. So so with picks, um, so we did do our picks back and forth to each other. I got them all right, and you got them all wrong for Thursday For night. Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't even realize that. Who did I pick? Uh, you oh, Detroit. I picked Bills, Giants, Patriots. Yeah. And oh, you no. picked oh, the... No. So, so, we, uh, so you got the Bills right. Oh, yeah. So we both picked the Bills, even though I think we were both rooting for the Lions just because oh, yes. this I, Lions team is likable. My, my, my picks were... Bills, Dallas, Minnesota, but obviously I wanted it 100% flipped. Um, yeah. But, yeah, didn't work out my way. No. Uh, so this this game was – I'll tell you what, the Lions, we talked about this multiple times. They have 
one of, if not the worst defense in the league, tied with, I believe, the Seahawks. But for some reason, their defense just looks like it plays hard and just always, like, forces weird turnovers. They're like, again... They're not giving up. No. And this was, again, the... Uh, the game where Aiden Hutchinson had another insane interception, like how mm. he keeps getting interceptions is mind boggling to me, but he just stays at the line. He drops back a little and then he just makes insane catches like every time it's, it's impressive. Like oh, I, I know when he was coming out of college, everybody was like, this guy definitely shouldn't be a top five pick. And now he makes his presence known on the field for like a fun lions team that, feels like they're what a year or two away from actually being good oh i think there's talks about um we'll, we'll get into this after we go through the whole thing but maybe like jimmy g if he doesn't win the super bowl this year goes to the lions that team is instantly better i don't know i'd like jared goff I don't think he's bad. He he uh, threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions. This season, what do you think his touchdown to interception ratio is, Casino? Uh, without looking, I'll go. Um, I know he scored a lot. Let's go 16 and 8. Oh, that was actually very close. 17 and 7. Ooh. Ooh. Damn, that was very close. But he's had a couple games where he's thrown four touchdowns. He did it against the Commanders and against the Seahawks. He's had a uh, this game, like a couple others, where he's thrown two touchdowns, no interceptions. So I don't think he's bad. I honestly just think it's the defense. If the defense could hold teams to less than, I mean, usually they're averaging, what, 28 points a game so if they could literally hold the opponent to three 20. touchdowns instead of four like this lions team would be a lot better than four and seven they would be you could total i could totally see a scenario where this lions team right now is flipped where they're seven and four instead of four and seven they just have got shit end of the of the calls and breaks that you need to win football games as far as the bills go both of our picks to represent the afc in the super bowl uh your faith in them restored a little or still questionable um again it had to come down to how josh allen played um better but not uh not what i expect him to play um now again still this, is not all on the, too. this is yeah not all on the quarterback um because you and i both agree that it's not about just the quarterback when it comes to football but um he did go 24 for 42 253 yards two tds in an int um and he did rush for 78 yards off of 10 attempts um not bad but he i mean so he threw an interception he also had a fumble um He's playing better than he did the previous three weeks, um, but I, I they're still going to be a tough team to beat in the playoffs. Um, am I 100% confident they're going to win the Super Bowl? I'm wavered a bit on it, but are they still my pick? Yes, I still think they'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, better than what I thought, but um, I with the teams that the Patriots have beat, um, and those teams have beat the Bills. I'm really hoping. I think the Patriots are a decent team. 
Um, I'm really yeah. hoping that they can pull this off. Um, but the the Bills are still just better than every other team. Well, they also the 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 Bills are zero two in division, right? They because they mm-hmm. lost to the Jets, they lost to the Dolphins, and then. They have what their next. So there's six games left in the season, which is crazy that we're already here, but six games left in the season. They play your Patriots on Thursday. Then they play the jets, the dolphins, the bears, the Bengals, and the Patriots. So these, uh, these next uh, three weeks are going to be big for that division on who's, who's going to come out and who's going to win. Well, it really comes down to, uh, the Bills either hosting a playoff game or being on the road the entire playoffs. Like, it really comes down to, uh, do they beat your team? Do they beat the Jets? Do they beat the Dolphins? And then it's like, then they can't even rest because if they do beat that, then they still are, what, a game back behind uh, KC for home field advantage and that number one seed. So Mm -hmm. for a Bills team that we thought by week, what, 16 15 they would just be like resting their starters and getting ready for the playoffs now it kind of becomes like a you better win minimum the dolphins and jets game or you might be the fifth sixth seed in the playoffs like that's that's crazy to go from number one what four weeks ago to now potentially being in that last playoff spot like this Bills team, I don't know what happened to them. I mean, they're not bad. They're still eight and three, but I feel a lot less confidence in them than I did, you know, coming out of that. Well, coming out of that uh, Buffalo Vikings game, I remember telling you, like, I think both teams look way worse than their records indicate and way worse than people are hyping them up to be. And then we got, you know, our next game, Segway Casino, is the. That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, buddy. It is up. Oh, where is it? Oh, is the your Patriots losing to the Minnesota Vikings? So the Patriots are now six and five, obviously playing the Bills uh, this Thursday. And then the Vikings now nine and two. Vikings win 33 26. Primetime Kirk does not come out. He actually had a pretty damn good game. Did he you watch was. Any of this? Did you see how this game ended? The what? You see how the game ended? Did you watch any of it? No, I watched the whole thing, but remind me. How did it end? Uh, yeah, so we, the, the the Patriots, not we, I got to stop saying that. Um, <laughs> the Patriots, um, they they force them to a punt. It's tied 26-26. The special teams is what cost us the game the entire game. They let a, a punt return for a touchdown. And then this one was the the, the dagger roughing the kicker. Our guy. Oh, oh, hit, I do remember this. He yes. hit the foot, and then and what happened? They go down and score a touchdown on that drive, but ended up being the game-winning touchdown. The offense and the defense played exactly how you wanted them to play. They had good games. Yeah, Mac you know, Jones asking, lit them up. You, you you keep asking me about Mac Jones as my faith was short, and what is my answer every single or am I over or not? Every time, what would I tell you? No, you he's say he's week. you say he's slightly better than Zappy, and you would stick with Mac Jones. As long as he did what? As long as he protected the football. Protected the football. And And didn't run into sacks. And (laughs) got out of his hands quicker. Yeah. He did that. He was under, almost every throw was under three seconds. Under 
two and a half seconds. It was something like that. They were talking about it in the fourth quarter. And he threw for 28 for 39, 382, two touchdowns, no INTs. So that's a damn good game. He He had a great game. He did exactly what he was showing us last year. Um, this is why everybody thought he was going to be much better this year. Um, is he was doing this last year? He was getting rid of the football quick. He was protecting the football. He wasn't making silly plays or taking sacks or trying to do the Zach Wilson thing and throwing interceptions when you're going to get sacked. It was so frustrating to watch this game because the Patriots had them. The Patriots had them, um, and then just special teams twice in the game cost him 14 points. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a hold that was not called, and the commentators even talked about it on that punt return, um, but that's being nitpicky. It, it was it was a hold, but it was a minor hold, so I could see them not calling it. I could see them calling it. So it just didn't go the way um, I obviously wanted it to be called, um, but it wasn't an egregious, egregious hold. It was, it was there, but it was easy enough to miss. Um, but, yeah, so I was really happy with that. I mean, in Cousins – even though I have him on my fantasy team and I was happy. I was not, uh, not happy, but, um, <laughs> but Jefferson, we've talked about him. Let's talk about him a little bit. He definitely showed up. Um, yeah. 11, He's literally only had one bad game this season. Yeah. 139 yards. Um, one TD. Uh, also um, Hawkinson, as I've talked about, that was going to definitely help this team on out. He caught five receptions off of six targets for 43 and a touchdown. Also, yeah. um, going into this game, I talked to uh, my brother-in-law about this. I was like, Thielen, like, what happened to him? It was like, nobody nobody talks about him anymore. It's like, he just having a bad year. Like, what happened? And then, oh, he goes nine receptions for 61 yards and, and a touchdown. He was there. Oh, if I have to throw it to the guy, get it to the guy. Yeah. I the I remember uh, talking about this when we were doing our NFL preview for threw, the season. Uh, Jefferson threw a, a an eleven yard pass as well. So, good but fun. no, it was uh, we were talking about this at the beginning of the season where it was like Thielen in fantasy football drafts was going in like the round like eight or nine, and it was like what the hell? Like why is he going so late? I thought he was you know one of the top what. 25 best wide receivers in the league well, I think and he's gonna drop off a little bit uh just because with what they also had in their receiving core but i didn't expect that no and this I didn't year expect him to be non-existent he's been he's been there it looks like he's averaging around like 50 to 60 yards a game he has not had one game where he has went over a hundred yards. His highest total is 72 yards. And that was way back in the beginning of October, but he only has three receiving touchdowns. I was surprised when I looked at Jefferson's stats, he only has five touchdowns this year, which is crazy because it feels like he, you know, everybody no, he, kept he's doing the, guy, the he, he's the guy that gets the ball in position and then they, they give it to someone else. Yeah. And then they throw it to Hawkinson or they let Dalvin cook run it up the middle, but yeah. So last question on this game, Casino. We obviously, I don't know what to make of the Vikings, right? We saw them two weeks ago get destroyed by the Cowboys, and then they beat a really good Bills team. They beat this really good Patriots team. So they got destroyed by the Eagles on Monday night. I have no idea what. I wouldn't bet money on if the Vikings are good or bad. I have no idea. As far as your Patriots go, do you think this team will make the playoffs? 
I don't. Um, I'll be happy if they do. But I, um, like I said last uh, episode, they have one of the they had the second hardest remaining schedule um, at the yeah. time. It's a murder's um, row, and uh, it it all comes down. I mean, they've already played the Jets twice, so they can't make them lose anymore. Um, but it it comes down to the Bengals and the Bills games on what they can do. Um, you have to beat the Bengals. You you just have to. Yep. Um, and then I think you have to at least split with the Bills so you don't get wrecked. Um, and then, I mean, Miami, you have to find a win. You have yeah. to find a win. Um, you can't let the division beat you. Um, yeah. The, I, I think they're going to be just shy of making it. Um, even if they if they finish the rest of the game or rest of the season uh, and they go what, wait, how many did they go say they go nine and uh, would that be nine and eight they're above 500 if they split this the rest of the season you're not getting in yeah even if I they, think I 10 honestly, is like the threshold they, yeah I honestly think even if they lose one um, or if they lose one and and they can go uh, 11 and six. I think you're in. Yeah. Um, I think if you lose two, you lose three, you're done. If you lose two, you have to hope the Bengals trip up. The Jets just get beat, destroyed by the Bills twice. Um, you have to have a little bit of luck coming in here. I agree with you. Nine, you're out. 11, you're in. And then 10 is always going to be it feels like it's going to be that thing that happens every year where it gets the last week of the season and it's like if blah 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 and blah 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 lose and blah 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 wins then this team's in if this team wins and loses then this team's in. like those yeah, that scenarios like they big. do yeah where it's like a paragraph of like if these six teams lose and this these three win and your team wins then your team's in and it's just like i don't know how the fuck people figure this out but that feels like what we're what we're destined for with the Patriots casino. But I uh I don't actually hate your team. I think uh I think they got a real shot. Especially in an AFC that's way weaker than we thought it would be. Because we thought AFC West and uh That's true. However, though a good portion of remainder of our games, uh well, we have three of our half of our games are in division are are in our actual division, not just conference. Uh um, yeah. And like, like I said, you have to split with the Bills. You, you just have to. And you have to find a way to win against Cincy and the Dolphins. And if you do that, I think you're in. Um, I think you can lose to the Dolphins and then, like you said, split with the Bills. And then you obviously have to beat the Raiders and Cardinals. But then I really – I agree with you. I think it all comes down to that Bengals game. I think as long as you beat so. the Bills once and beat the Bengals, I think you're in. I think you're in, but the Bengals, and we'll talk about them when they get to their game, they're starting to pick up momentum like at the right time because they look fucking oh, good. They look yeah. good. Uh, but before we get to them, let's look at another team that is starting to pick up momentum and look pretty damn good. And it pains me to say that, but the eight and three Dallas Cowboys beat the now seven and four New York Giants. This game ended up being 28 to 20, but really it was 28 to 14 because the Giants got a late garbage time touchdown that meant nothing. So really 
uh, Dallas winning by, I'm just going to say two touchdowns, uh, against the Giants. Uh, we've talked about this for a couple weeks now. Are the Giants finally, like, just done? Are they just no, losing? I, I, I think they stalled. I don't think they're... I don't think they're going to be doing kind of well. I mean, the Jets just won, but I we've talked about it with the, both New York teams. I just think they stalled. I don't think they're going to progress any better than what they have done. Teams have started to figure it out. They are going to, you know, what you're going to get every time you go in there. You're going to either get mediocre or you can get lucky and they're going to be a little less than mediocre. I don't think they're going to be above and beyond anymore. Um, that's just my opinion on it. Um, I don't yeah. think Dallas had the best game still. I watched some of it. I mean, they played, they obviously won. They played better. You said, you know, the Giants, they got that garbage time touchdown. Um, but eh, I mean, there is something, and nobody is talking about this because obviously it's the Dallas Cowboys and everybody talks about them on every show just to get ratings. They're the biggest NFL team in terms of revenue, blah, 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 blah. What nobody is talking about is Dak Prescott doesn't look good since he came back and i feel like people are overlooking this game because of how it finished but at halftime of this game he had two interceptions no touchdowns like 120 yards and they were losing by i believe what let me look it up right now they were losing by oh i can't Uh, um, six yeah, they were losing by a touchdown at halftime. And then for some reason, something just happened at uh, halftime, which good for them to make halftime adjustments. But Dak Prescott then threw two touchdowns. They held Saquon Barkley. The crazy stat from this game is Saquon only carried the ball 11 times, which why the hell are you giving? We've talked about this multiple times. Him and Derrick Henry are like their team's entire offense. So how are those guys getting less than double what they got this week we'll talk about henry when we get to it but saquon only got 11 carries why are you not feeding him the ball 25 times and like controlling the clock or whatever but uh yeah my concern with this cowboys team is dak prescott obviously he came back from surgery but since he's been back he has had the Vikings game where nothing could go wrong right that was just like one of those flute games he's, where he's hit or miss he's he's hot and cold he's not yeah he's not you don't know what you're gonna get um but since he came back against the worst defense in the league the lions he threw one touchdown 200 yards like that's average right then he played against the bears also one of the worst defenses in the league he threw for 250 two touchdowns one int not good not bad then against that packers team that whole Cowboys team just imploded, right? And played maybe the worst game they played all season. He threw three touchdowns, two interceptions. And again, it's just like he has these games where then the Vikings game, nothing went wrong, 276, two touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. So the Giants game, he starts that first half and has just an abysmal first half throws two touchdowns like 110 yards and then the rest of the game he then he goes 150 yards two touchdowns i don't know he just feels like there's something off about him i don't i don't trust dak prescott uh in the playoffs to begin with and him now having 10 touchdowns seven interceptions this season i don't know man i feel like we're just it's all smoke and mirrors and because it's dallas people are kind of like just 
overlooking that he hasn't really been that great since he came back? I don't know. All right, Casino, now that we've covered the Thursday games, let's move to the Sunday games. Uh, We will be quicker because I feel like there were a lot of games like this one where you can real you really only have to talk about like one of the teams if and I don't really have a lot to say about this game in particularly. Uh, the now one nine and one Houston Texans lose in Miami to the now eight three Miami Dolphins thirty to fifteen. Uh, I know we have Casinos Fantasy Corner. Well, this is Will's loses money corner. I Let's did do a, it. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good take. I did a different parlay kind of card this week because I like doing parlay cards. I did the one where I picked five quarterbacks and did under or over how many touchdown passes they would throw. This is the only one I lost because Tua, uh, his was two and a half. And I was like, oh, oh, this all day Tua has three touchdowns in him. He throws one touchdown. Uh, uh, Jeff Wilson stole a touchdown from him. And those were the only two touchdowns. But that's how I lost my parlay card. The other one was those damn. Uh, oh, shit. What was it? I will look it up. Uh, it was one team where I was like, how the fuck could they lose? But casino are the dolphins the where would you put them in the ranks of nfl i guess best team like where would you rank them uh right now i put them two really behind who um mm, you know what i would scratch that uh i'll put them three and who would one and two be uh chiefs and eagles still Oh, okay. Oh, it was the fucking Ravens. The Ravens losing to the Jags is what knocked my parlay card out. But every we, other one I hit. Every other um, one I hit. And to go down with this, uh, we had all the same picks for Sunday, except for I chose Atlanta, you chose Washington, so you beat me there. Yeah, buddy. Um, but we did not get all of them right um we'll tell the no, we'll no, tell no. you if we got them right on the on the walkthrough of these games which i feel like we need to be a little quicker on yeah um, well i honestly don't feel like there was that many notable games yesterday like, not really much to talk about um but no miami still winning i still think they're legit um kansas city you know they're still kansas city they're good um there's no knocking that and then i know that you still are like uh uh, the Eagles, they're okay. No, they're still good. They're 10 and fucking one. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. My confidence was boosted after Sunday night's game. So we'll get to that so, game. Yep. But um, let's yeah. let's move to the team you actually just talked about, which is the Chiefs game where the Chiefs beat the – hope if I can uh, find this game. Rams. It's 26 to 10. Where, oh, there we go. 26 to 10 in a in Kansas City. The Chiefs are now nine and two. And I gotta say, I watched most of this game. I didn't think the Chiefs looked that good, especially against a Rams team that has been done and cooked for a couple weeks. Mahomes, I mean, 27 42, 320, a touchdown, one INT. Uh and you played pop- against no Stafford. It was it was Perkins. No, uh, again at the start. What, which this guy hasn't been starting 
right for the past couple weeks because was it last week? Did they have a different guy in there? Is this the same guy? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, maybe it was Perkins last year. I don't know. I thought it was like Woodford or something like that. But anyways, I have not paid attention to the Rams for a good month at this point. They just look like the worst team. Yeah, they just look like they're done. They lost Cup. And yeah, this is kind of what we expect from a Rams team scoring 10 points against a Chiefs team that has a good defense, but they're not like elite or great or anything. But again, Rams offense is abysmal even before the cooper cup injury uh kansas city i don't know this game didn't really show me anything but i feel like next week they have the Bengals, and i feel like that's like a marquee matchup let's go cheese <laughs> oh that's oh. right <laughs> casino we will get canceled for that you need to either be native american or wearing a headdress to do that on the podcast uh okay so, so- Casino will have that. a headdress next we'll episode. We'll redo that. We'll <laughs> yeah. redo that. My but, bad. That's uh, what we do. I'm not. That's that's a thing. <laughs> uh, the tomahawk chop. As far as the Chiefs go, so next week they have the Bengals, which are obviously. I think we'll get to the Bengals next, but Bengals look like they're on the come up. But then the Chiefs just have maybe the easiest schedule left in the league. They play Bengals next week. Then they're Broncos, Texans, Seahawks, uh, Broncos, Raiders. I feel like they win every single one of those games with maybe their only loss coming next week to Cincinnati. Like they, they are going to be 14 and three, or would it be 15 and three? Uh, They might be, yeah, they might be uh, 15, 16 wins. Like, I don't know, man. They look, uh, or how they're at nine now. So if they won nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. So they could be 15 and two. Like that is, that is crazy to me. Uh, let's move on casino to, if I can find it to the, uh this game i watched all of i thought it would be a better game than it was it was still entertaining but maybe not the game i was expecting it to be which is the now seven and four cincinnati Bengals at the now seven and four tennessee titans 20 to 16 i thought this would be a much like more defensive game and i mean the defenses were good in it but also there there was just kind of like a bunch of big plays in this game that kind of decided it uh, Cincinnati had one big play more than the Titans, but again, they only won by four, but still Derrick Henry again, I don't know what's happened with him the past couple weeks, but in this game, they gave him the ball 17 times. So we talked about the Saquon one where they only gave him 11. They at least tried yeah. to feed Henry I, I think he's more. starting to get tired. Dude. I mean, how could you not be there? We talked about this a couple episodes ago where they were giving him the ball 35 times a game and he was getting barely a hundred yards. Like, they're just running him into the ground. Uh, he only rushed for 38 yards. Tannehill, 291 on 22 completions. No touchdowns, I mean, no INTs. 38 yards and only 38 yards on 17 attempts. Like, that's bad. Yeah. Well, that, and then that's, that, that, that's a 2.2 average. Well, his only big play of the game was like the pass that he fumbled at the goal line and then Traylon Burke, I believe, uh, jumped on it to get a touchdown. So, 
his big play, I mean, he was a factor in the game. It was just in the passing game. But the Bengals, I'm telling you, man, that defense looks really good. Joey B, uh, he kind of has the 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 Brett Favre problem where he throws way more interceptions than I would like him to, but he also doesn't seem to give a shit and will just go out there and throw <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, I don't know, man. I really like this Bengals team. And I came into this week really liking, and I still do, I really like this Titans team too. I just think... Oh, I, I still like the Titans. Uh, Titans. <laughs> Titans. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, I, I still like them. Um, Henry just needs a, a spa day. Get, yeah. get, him, get him some cucumbers for the eyes. And and a pedicure. I mean, a yeah. pedicure. Rest, I mean, rest we, up We know he's feet. not going to eat the cucumbers because you don't get that bought off of uh, just eating cucumbers. <laughs> Uh, but man, the Titans really do feel like they need a second back that can just get some type of pressure off of Derrick Henry. Like it is crazy that, I mean, they only gave the other running back Dontrell Hilliard two attempts. So maybe split it up a little evenly. So, you know, Derrick Henry isn't suck and win the whole game because he's running just full force every time. I mean, I mean, he'll, he didn't do too bad that's eight yards per you know per carry um on average so just i mean give it to him man (laughs) uh next up we move to the only game we had different casino this week which is the heineke led washington commanders beating the now five and seven atlanta falcons 19 to 13 the commanders now seven and five and the NFC playoff picture is literally uh so one is the Eagles 10 and 1, Minnesota at 9 and 2, 49ers 7 and 4, Tampa Bay at 5 and 6, and then the three wild cards are Dallas 8 and 3, Giants 7 and 4, Washington 7 and 5. So at this moment if the playoffs started, every single NFC East team would be in the playoffs, which is nuts. But with Seattle losing this week and then Washington winning, they switch for the last spot in the playoffs. Oh. At this current moment, the Washington Commanders are in the playoffs, and they look good. They look. I don't. I don't hate them. I think they're a fun team to root for. Uh, this just in, uh, going back to college, um, just got the update. Um, Hugh Freeze uh, has agreed to a deal to become Auburn's next head football coach. Um, he spent his Ooh. last four years. Um, at liberty um so which there were well that puts that puts to rest that there were rumors that lane kiffin was going to take that job from this so So, yeah just wanted to throw that out there that's that's hot off the press Ooh, we got some steaming hot breaking news right on the pod that seems to nice. happen a lot. I don't know if it's just the time we record. It's the but time we record. <laughs> yeah, just where everybody drops uh, drops breaking news. But uh, the one thing I do not like about this commander's team is, and it has to do with Heineke, he will throw one interception or pass that should be an interception a game that it looks like he is just trying to throw an interception. Like this interception he threw against the Falcons, there was like, 
it was like his guy was 10 yards from the ball and it was four Falcons players around him. So he throws some of the worst picks in the league, but I mean, he makes up for it. He threw two touchdowns, only 138 yards passing. But the real story of this game is Brian Robinson Jr. Like for that guy to be doing what he is doing with being shot, you know, in the beginning of the season or whatever, like, that's fucking crazy like how how is this guy this good (laughs) um and then did you see the other notable part about this game did you see the sean taylor uh tribute oh my statue they did before the game where it's literally just like it was just wiring yeah it's like a it looks like a art piece or like a wire mannequin like how how is it taking this not long? A, that's not a stat. That's literally that's no. really that's not a statue. It's a mannequin. It's a yeah. mannequin with it's a, a wire jersey mannequin. on it. It's a wire <laughs> like, mannequin. How is it taking this long to build a statue for that guy? They do this like tribute to him every year, and it's like all you would have to do is build one statue, and then you can just do a, an event around the statue one game a season. It's like, I mean, everybody knows Washington is run by an incompetent idiot you know dan snyder but like there has to be people around him who are just like we are the laughing stock of the nfl this will not help that it's a wire mannequin dude it (laughs) is bad it is bad Uh, they keep calling it a statue it's not a fucking statue it's a wired mannequin but even then to me that's not no a mannequin is still even something that is a solid figure you that know, you can at least make it look like the guy. <laughs> like, yeah, like you you can sculpt the face. Um, this is not a statue. It's not a mannequin. It's a, it's a, it's an, an abomination. Hang. It's an exquisite hanger for this jersey and helmet. <laughs> like it uh, is bad. Oh, I feel so bad for him and his family. I mean, on all the uh, the the radio shows and TV shows that are covering this. I'm just listening to it and I'm like, they always they, they all keep saying, Oh, I feel so bad for his family. I feel so bad. Yeah. yeah. Like Ugh. I I don't care if they beat that soundbite <laughs> to the ground where it's just bad for his family, bad for his family. Because that should be known. Like, yeah. The, I, I do feel bad for his family. <laughs> I want his the ownership to hear that said out of every single person's fucking mouth that it is a slap to his family. That is well, bad for his family. I'm just, I just pulled it up to look at it now. It is, yeah, it is so bad. It's so bad. But you're right. You, you cannot, not in any sense of the word, is that a statue? No, no. way, no and how. I, I don't even want to call it a mannequin. It's, it's a mannequin is hanger. still a compliment, I feel like. It is yeah. literally, yeah, like you said, it's like they took extra wire hangers and just made it so it could hold up a jersey. It is brutal, brutal. But speaking of brutal casino, let's move on to our next game. The brutal to watch three and eight Denver Broncos lose 23 to 10 to the four and eight Carolina Panthers. If you would have told me that the Broncos are getting beat by two touchdowns to a Sam Darnold led Carolina Panthers at the beginning of this season, I would have slapped you in your mouth and said, how dare you disrespect Russell Wilson like this? But nobody likes Russell Wilson. Did you see the clip of 
I believe it was a defensive tackle just yes. screaming at him on the sidelines. And then you can oh, see yeah. Russell Wilson just being like, okay, cool, man. Like he has no reaction to it whatsoever. That team fucking hates him. That, oh, dude. That team his, hates him. That his team former hates him. teammates hate him. him. Like, <laughs> dude, he's he's ruined his career. Well, and also the Broncos have ruined their chances of being a good team for the next, what, five years? Like, Russell Wilson took all their picks, took all their money. Like, if you're the Broncos, what do you even do now? What do you do? That Russell w- Wilson looks like he forgot to play football. Like, he just, I mean, his stats this season. Did you see that crazy stat that's been floating around online where if the Broncos have would have scored 18 points in every game this season, they would be like nine and two. Like hmm. 18 points. That's because that's how they're how good their defense is. And Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook. I always do that. I've done it too. Uh Russell Wilson, eight touchdowns, five interceptions this season. Again, he has started every game this season, and we are going into week 12. He's thrown eight touchdowns. Like, how? How is this possible? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I don't have any more to say on that. That's no, bad. Sam Darnold came in. He looked fine. But really, again, with the Panthers, it's always there. They play good defense, and they have a good rushing game. So if they get a decent quarterback, this would be – Carolina Panthers would be if the Raiders want to move off Derek Carr or your Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I could see either of those guys going to the can- – uh, to the. Carolina Panthers and immediately making them at least a 500 team, maybe even a playoff team in that division. Like I could see it. Uh, Next let's move to the three and nine bears losing 31 to 10 to the seven and four Mike white led jets. Mike white. Uh, That motherfucker, our favorite quarterback on this benched Todd for his off the field activities definitely not his on the field activities he is bench and it looks like He's he is benched bench. for a while <laughs> yeah Mike White, White. One, yeah 22 uh, for 28 315 three TDs three TDs no INTs no turnovers whatsoever no turnovers no fumbles I believe he only took I think I saw it it was like two sacks or something like that if that uh this is so this Jets team with this because obviously the 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 reason the Jets are seven and four right now is because of their defense, right? They're a top oh yeah. They're a top five defense in the league. Easily. I'd say I'd say top three, maybe even. They're they're a legit defense. They they're they, legit they defense. They have a they have no offense. None. No. Right? They don't even have a soup, they don't have one superstar to carry them. Um they had a decent running back there for a while till he blew out his leg and he was a rookie. They have no offense. They have no offensive players worth notable to talk about on this podcast. Well, it's except for, I do like Garrett Wilson. Garrett, yeah. Garrett Wilson is good. He's good, but isn't he also a wide receiver or he's uh like he's a one receiver. year? I believe he is. Oh, like uh, his contract. No, I believe. Yeah, he's a rookie as well. So they, this is what I'm saying. They have a good, like, nucle- nucleus. Their their issue has just been the quarterback, right? Because Zach Wilson has just been abysmal, abysmal. And then they get a quarterback in there who 
can complete passes. And now the Jets are scary. Like, I could see a scenario where during the playoffs, the Jets upset like a Buffalo or a Kansas City just by playing smash mouth defense and like shutting them down. Like, I think the two scariest teams in the NFL right now are probably the Jets and the 49ers. And that's basically just because both of them play damn good defense when nobody else in the league really does like that's fair and as far as the bears the bears are unwatchable if justin fields isn't in it so justin fields is is their team i like justin fields so much um i just yeah well he's also the only thing entertaining about this team like when he's not in it the bears look like the worst team in the league like at least when he's in it they're bad but they're entertaining uh we got a couple more games to go. Let's move over to the Buccaneers Browns. The now five and seven Tampa Bay Bucks losing to the now four and seven Cleveland Browns, 23 to 17. Uh Jacoby Brissett had a decent game. He led them Again, down he's to not, he's he's just a decent quarterback. They normally can't finish. Well, now they get the ultimate finisher, if you know what I mean. Next week back, uh, Deshaun Watson is starting. I believe they've already confirmed that he is back next week and starting against the Texans. So I want him to lose every single game. Oh yeah, oh, especially and this is and, uh, and this is not because of you know all the horrible things that he's done. This is just I want to be justified on. I've been saying, and you've been saying, the dude hasn't played in two and a half fucking years. He's not going to be good. I want that to be the case. Yeah, I don't want him to come in and be any walk good. I just—he hasn't played in two and a half years. Why is he getting paid so much? Why? And I mean, yeah. Anyway, well, I mean, we just talked about how bad the Russell Wilson contract is. If Deshaun Watson comes in and just absolutely sucks the last six games of the season, that contract will now be the worst contract in the NFL because the Browns basically bet their fortune on a guy who is obviously an asshole and obviously like a terrible and, person. And the, the crazy thing is they knew this. Like, <laughs> well, this yeah. Would come out after the contract. Yeah. But if they knew all that shit and then they also bet their entire franchise and all their money and draft picks on a guy who hadn't played in two years. And then he comes in and looks like a guy who hasn't played in two years. Like, the lovable Browns aren't so lovable anymore. They just look like, I mean, I still think they just look like absolute idiots. Like you have those running backs need to get out of there. Oh, I mean, well, that's the thing. It's like the Browns have been good for what the past four well, I mean, or five years, Hunt, whatever. I don't care, but Chubb, you need to get out of there. Yeah. And Amari Cooper too. I feel bad for Amari Cooper. He goes from the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth round pick to the, to the Browns and this is what happens but we're talking about the Browns as if they lost they won this game (laughs) the the bad team in this game was the Tampa Bay Bucks which what like again Tom Brady's not playing bad he threw 246 on 29 uh, completions for two touchdowns. Chris Godwin came back in a big way, 12 receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown. Uh, even their running game was not bad. But again, I don't know. The only thing saving the Bucks this season is being in the NFC South. 
they're still oh, in first place. That's insanity. They literally have a worse record than every single team in both of our divisions we root for. And yet they're number one in the in their NFC South. And honestly, with what we've seen from the from the Panthers, the Falcons, and then the Saints, they're gonna win this game, what, seven and ten? Oh, this division? Oh yeah. They, or, they, yeah. They, they they could win two more and still come out on top. Oh God. I mean, but then again, when it gets to the playoffs, are you betting against Tom Brady? Like nope. I'm not. I still wouldn't want to play him. I don't <laughs> like, know. Even if it's a six and eleven or seven and ten team and it's led by Tom Brady, I don't want to play that in the playoffs. No. No. Because maybe God maybe that that's the day that Godwin and Evans remember how to play football. Yeah. Well, uh Evans had that great catch where he's like clung it to the back of somebody yeah, and Godwin had, he's had a few catches that hit his hands and there's nobody around him so i i, I don't yeah. give him credit for good catches when he drops ones that are literally in his hands and no nobody around him well no and tom brady's playing good but also this tampa bay bucks offense i mean for three quarters of the game every game they just look like they forgot how to score points like they're as bad as the broncos maybe well they're obviously slightly better because the broncos are like historically bad but for this tom brady led offense to not score touchdowns is a travesty uh let's move on to another let's move on to another travesty that cost me my parlay card the seven and four baltimore ravens (laughs) lose to the four and seven jacksonville jaguars 28 to 27 uh lamar jackson i think is the story coming out of this game saying some to somebody who criticized him randomly on twitter that he doesn't know shit about football and he should just go eat a dick so always great when a quarterback on twitter is telling a rando to go eat a dick uh i will pull let's see i will pull the message up right here (laughs) so somebody said when someone is asking for over 250 million guaranteed like and then he tagged lamar jackson games like this should not come to and then he tagged justin tucker let lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team jackson responded that Boy, shut the fuck up. Y'all be capping too much on this app. Motherfucker never smelt a football field. Never did shit but eat dick. (laughs) Was that verified? Was that verified? That was verified. That was confirmed that it was from Lamar Jackson. That wasn't wasn't one of those fake verified? No. That was from his account. He said that. And he took... He waited three hours to delete that tweet and then obviously apologize for it. But uh, first off, I love... This is why I love social media because you have celebrities and athletes arguing with people who all they're doing is trying to get the athlete or celebrity mad. And when it oh, works, yeah. oh, oh yeah, no, no, I the, love the it. guy that the, the the guy who put put out this original post. He's now famous for the for getting Lamar Jackson to say eat a dick. Oh yeah, he probably printed it out. He framed it. He told all his friends about it. He doesn't give a shit whatsoever. I would, which is I would, dude. I would. I would I'd wear over my entire house. I'd wear that tweet response on a shirt for the rest of this podcast if I did that. That's just great stuff. And you know, Lamar well, Jackson. I, I would probably walk around with it all day, every day. 
Like, yeah. I would probably have, like, 20 t-shirts made, and, like, that would be my t-shirt. <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson's obviously going to get shit because, you know, he responded like that. He used a homophobic slur, blah, blah, blah. Keep the homophobic slur out of it, but you just saying shut the fuck up and, like, sit down. I'm all here. I'm here for both sides of this. If you can get a rise <laughs> out of somebody, that's always makes me laugh. I am. Uh, uh. But uh, also, guy... Uh, Kinda didn't say anything wrong there. Do you want to play Lamar Jackson the 250 million? He didn't have a bad game. He threw 254 on 16 out of 32 for one touchdown. He also rushed for 90 yards, but that's not that great. That's well, not a Lamar Jackson game. No, especially against a four and seven Jaguars team that is, I mean, they're just they're just playing the games on their schedule for nothing, basically. They're 24th in the league in points allowed. They're allowing 21 points a game, so I don't know, man. Something something about this Ravens team, I keep wanting to, you know, stick my flag in this team and be like, oh, they can be a real contender in the AFC, but for some reason, this Ravens team, there's just something off about them. I don't trust their defense. They've blown a lot of leads this season. Uh, Casino, are you, would you bet on this Ravens team to win a game in the playoffs? No, I would not. See, I feel like I'm right there with you. I don't feel like there's something off about this Ravens team. I, I don't mean, trust could, their defense. Are, are they still good? I, I, I mean, are they, they're, they're good enough. They're good play. They can make the playoffs, but there's enough teams in there that have more fight than them that yes. I would bet on over them. Well, also besides Lamar Jackson, who on this offense are you scared of? I don't uh, feel like like Mark Andrews, maybe like the tight end, but other than that, they have Duvernay or whatever as their leading receiver this year, and I don't. I think he would be third wide receiver on most teams. Like I just think they are severely missing a weapon. Uh, let's move on to the next game, which is the four and seven Las Vegas Raiders lose or winning in OT against the now six and five Seattle Seahawks. Whenever we talk about the Raiders, we have to do casino price watch because he wants to go to Raiders Patriots in a couple weeks. So we're watching the price. It started 278. It went down by $10 last week to 268. What is it at now, Casino? I don't want to talk about it. Oh no! Did the price go up? Yeah, we'll. we'll I guess we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> we're looking at on again. This is off of the Game Time app. It's the app that I use to buy my tickets. Again, we're not sponsored by them. That's just the app that I I go through. Um, two eighty five. Wow, two eighty five. Let me write this and that's, down. And that's all in. All in. So now it is up to more expensive than when we started this watch three weeks ago. And that's, and so all these pricings that I'm giving out, this is all these pricings are for um, two people um, because for some reason, when you look up for one, um, the cheapest is 357. Oh my God. Because they sell them in pairs. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But. Uh, so let's talk about this game. The Raiders, thank you, child. Uh, my son just handed me a pen when I dropped it on the floor. Uh, so the uh, Oakland Raiders win an OT with a Josh 
uh, Jacobs, just great run right up the gut. Uh, I mean, the Raiders are kind of, they're four and seven. They're technically still in it, but they're not going to crack. They're not going to win the next six games. And even at 10 and seven in the AFC, they might not get in because of how good the AFC East has been. And then also Bengals and Ravens. But my, the real takeaway from this game that I want to talk about is the Seahawks casino. Are the Seahawks kind of starting to show cracks in what we thought was, you know, a definite playoff team, but they lost to the Bucks last week and now they lose to the Raiders, two teams that on paper they should have beaten. Um, I don't think they're they're showing their cracks and whatnot. I just think that they're going to what I kind of expected them to be. Um, well, I, they're actually it would be a little more than what I expected them to be. I didn't expect them to be that this good, regardless. But um, I think they're brought down to earth a little bit. Um, yeah, the 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 hype at the beginning of the season with Geno Smith, but again, he played a good game. Twenty seven for uh, out of thirty seven attempts, three twenty eight, uh, two TDs, one INT. He played a decent game. Um, yeah, but again, the talk of this Seahawks team has been that defense. And they are tied get to, is that the defense is a sieve. They switch with Detroit every week for being the worst defense. I think it's Houston, Seattle, and Detroit, obviously three of the, or two of the worst teams in the league record wise. And then you also have the Seahawks who just have, yeah, a sieve of a defense. I mean, you give up 40 points to this Raiders team that at times this season has looked anemic on offense, but uh, the Seahawks, I think what it comes down to is their schedule. So they really needed that game against the Bucks, and obviously really needed this game against the Raiders because if they could have won Bucks, Raiders, and then their next two are Rams, Panthers, then they would be in a much better situation to deal with the three games after that. They go 49ers, Chiefs, Jets. Just one week after another, they could realistically especially at this point lose all, all three of, of those i think and they then, will i'm gonna, i'm probably unless some crazy things happen i'm gonna bet against them on all three of those games yeah and especially with the emergence of the commanders taking that last playoff spot and then the 49ers also taking the division lead i think it might be uh the cinderella slipper or the glass slipper is turned back into just a regular slipper casino oh excuse me so we have five more games, or no, four more games. I think the next two, really nothing to talk about here. Let's go first to the 49ers, blanking the Saints 13-0. to The 49ers are now 7-4. and four. The Saints are now 4-8. and eight. The 49ers, like I just said, regained control of the NFC West. Uh, any thoughts on the – I think the Saints so, are done. They yeah, the only thing done. I'm going to say on it is is the Niners defense did what the Niners defense we expect from them, and their offense did what I expect their offense to do. Um, we, so it's really nothing else to say. And the Saints, I they they are so wishy-washy on who they want to be their starting quarterback. Um, they don't know what's going on. They're still figuring things out. Um, but, I mean, kind of hard to just be right back into it after you lose a – Hall of Fame quarterback as in Drew Brees. So they've they've got some work to do. 
I mean, the the Saints defense hasn't been bad this season. They are allowing 23 points a game, so they still, you know, held the 49ers to below the season average they've been allowing. Uh, only thing that I think concerns me and concerns everybody who watches this 49ers team is you have to just expect a Jimmy G is going to not let you win a game and potentially lose it. Right. Mm. And it just is, does that come next week? Does that come two weeks from now? Or does that come in the playoffs? Because I don't know how much you can trust Jimmy G, but I think kind of the elephant in the room is Christian McCaffrey had that one great game. Every other game besides that one, remember where he had like four touchdowns in it? Right. Every other game, he's kind of just been another guy on the field. And this game, he rushed for 11 times, 32 yards, and then he caught the ball uh, four times for 17 yards. So again, like kind of a non-factor in a game where they clearly tried to showcase him by getting him the ball, you know, 15 times and he got less than 50 yards. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I But I feel like everybody's already penciling the 49ers on the NFC up to the, uh, did I lose you casino? All right. Oh, Sorry about talk that. World Cup though in hockey, man. And I want to talk about both <laughs> those. And if you could talk NBA, sure. We got we got still plenty of things to talk about. All right. Ready. Three. Mm-hmm. Two. All right. Sorry, we lost Casino for a second there, but yeah, just to put a end cap on the 49ers Saints talk. Uh, I feel like everybody is just penciling the 49ers into the NFC side of the Super Bowl and. They're seven and four. They're starting to get everybody back, but I don't know. Uh, Holding the saints to zero points is not like this crazy accomplishment, especially when their quarterback is Andy Dalton. I don't know what Jameis Winston did where it's all of a sudden, just like the saints are like, no, no, Andy Dalton, 100%. Like Hmm. why uh, Jameis Winston? I mean, Andy Dalton didn't do great, but he didn't do bad. It's not like he's lighting the world on fire. So I don't know. Uh, any thoughts on the 49ers casino? Not any more than you said. All right. Uh, let's move on to the last two games or last three. Or no, we already talked about Chiefs Rams. So let's move on to the last two games. The Chargers winning 25 to 24 against the now four and eight Arizona Cardinals. The Los Angeles Chargers are six and five. Herbert had the game everybody expects Herbert to have every game where he threw for <laughs> 274, three touchdowns, no INTs. He also was shockingly the leading rusher on the team with 38 yards. Uh, and then the Cardinals got Kyler Murray back. He went 18 for 29, 191, two touchdowns, one INT, uh, rushed for 56 yards and a touchdown. And then afterwards on the mic, at the press conference decided to throw all his coaches under the bus and say he didn't know what the fuck they were doing. So classic, classic Kyler Murray game. He loses, he puts up pretty good stats and then he just calls out people at the end of it. In a I've lost all outfit. respect for that kid. <laughs> yeah. He just seems like I an him asshole. So much. I, I liked him so much when he entered the league. Like, yeah. He's a dick. I was rooting for him too, but yeah, he comes off like, a real asshole 
Like he just really does. He comes off like he has that like Napoleon complex kind of thing where he's like the shorter guy who's just always angry and just, yeah, I don't know. I, but I agree with you this. I I don't know how many weeks uh, Cliff Kingsbury has. I think he's done. I think he's out as the coach and the Cardinals, whether we like it or not, have to stick with Kyler Murray because they drafted him. He's not bad. He's just, again, an asshole, but the real story coming out of this game is the Chargers Casino. Uh, how far do you think this Chargers team can go? Hopefully not much further. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a Pats fan, I need them to lose. Oh, yeah. My my kid has a lot to talk about on that one. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't think too much further. Um, they, I mean, their next one is the Raiders. They should win. I hope they do win. Uh, but I don't want them to win. I don't know where what I'm going at here. Huh. Do you want them uh, to then, win for your team or for your wallet? Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I, feel- I don't know. I, I don't see, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Um, draw. Let's go with the draw. <laughs> I'll take a draw. Yeah, overtime draw. Um, but then they have the Dolphins, Titans, and you know what? Colts are showing some fight. Uh, and then Rams. I mean, Rams, Broncos, whatever. But I mean. They have three tough ones after that. Dolphins, Titans, Colts. Well, and the Raiders. They always play the Raiders tough. Like, the Raiders always play the Chargers tough. When they played uh, earlier this year, it was 24 to 19. So it's not like, you know, they blew them out or anything. And the Raiders, you know, they can, again, they can drop 40 on you. They have the talent, too. They just never do, except for this week. But... Yeah, I agree with you. The The Chargers right now are, what, we said six and five? Yep. So they would have to win, what, so six and five? They're in the same boat as the Patriots. Yeah, and, but they have to at least win one of the Dolphins or Titans game, right? They just have to win one of them. And then it would be seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they could probably, they would definitely, they look like a team that could be ten and seven. So... Mm. We'll see. Uh, Next up, the last game of this slate, because obviously we're recording this Monday day before the Monday night game, is my Philadelphia Eagles, now 10-1, beating the now 4-8 Green Bay Packers 40-33. They picked off Aaron Rodgers two times, sent him to the locker room with, I guess, an oblique injury or a thumb injury, some type of injury. I heard thumb. And then the real talk of this game was the historic rushing performance. The living living God, Jalen Hurts. I mean, this game, he really did look like a living God. He had 100 yards rushing like eight minutes into the first quarter, which is just First time in NFL history, um, uh, a player, I think it was 150 yards passing, 125 yards rushing in a game in, in the first quarter. Yeah, or something like that. It, it was like or the first half or something. Yeah, uh, first quarter. It was some something like that. Um, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was a hundred something passing and rushing in the first quarter. Nobody's ever done that before in NFL history, and he did. And uh, the team itself had three hundred sixty-three yards rushing, which is just an insane number against any team. I know the the Packers have one of the worst run defenses in the league, but. The worst run defense means you give up like 150. This team gave up 363, which is 
just College insanity. Stats. Yeah, that's like Alabama playing against, you know, Pillow University or whatever. Like that is that is crazy. I almost went there. <laughs> Apparently they have good naps. Yeah. And um, I was going to make a joke, but I didn't want to be Lamar Jackson on this podcast. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> uh, Jalen Hurts, 16 for 28, 153, two touchdowns, but then he carried the ball 17 attempts for 157. Miles Sanders, 21 carries, 143, and two touchdowns. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was scared of this game because Aaron Rodgers, like he showed against the uh, the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, can still beat any team despite their record. So immediately picking him off and going up 14 to zero. And then this is one of those games where we talked about that Cowboys Giants game where the score doesn't really indicate the game because the Packers kind of got a late garbage touchdown. So this game was a lot less close than the score indicates, but it somehow felt closer when you were watching it. I don't know. But uh, Casino, any thoughts? I mean, the Packers are done, right? They're done. Fuck Rogers. They're out of the playoffs. Uh, any thoughts on the Eagles? Uh, I think they got better, and it showed, and uh, they're they're still good. They're, they're a good team. I don't care what you tell me. You're not going to sway me otherwise. <laughs> uh this game did actually make me believe because i do think this style of football can win a lot of games which is controlling the clock running the ball and then just always you know always just being able to pick up a a couple yards when you need it even though there was some weird three and one and four and one drives on this game where they didn't get it the packers did a good job of stopping those but they're the only team this season that has done it uh as far as Jalen Hurts goes, I have multiple times text you that I think he is a living God. And that's he why gets, I said living God. <laughs> he seems he's definitely gets better every season. He's definitely has started to get better every game. I don't think there is really any discussion right now. I think he's the MVP. I think oh, he's the MVP he's of the, the MVP. league. He's uh, the MVP. He's the MVP even if he has a eh, game. Yeah. I don't see like people are saying pencil him in as like the second or third MVP. He has 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. And then he also has, and that's just passing, right? I don't believe he's lost any fumbles. And then he is also rushed for, let me look it up. Oh, why is it not showing the rushing? Indulge me for a second. He is also rushed for 597 yards and eight touchdowns. So he has 600 yards rushing, 2,600 yards passing, and then 17 touchdowns, eight touchdowns, and only three interceptions. Like, I don't know. You can say Patrick Mahomes is having a better season, but I don't think I believe you. I don't think he is having a better season because no, he's just doing what he does. And no, it's Jalen hurts all day. Yeah. Yeah. That we can both agree on. I'm not even going to look up Patrick Mahomes stats because it doesn't matter. I think it's, yeah, I think it's uh, Jalen hurts all the way. So that is our NFL talk this week. The Monday night game tonight is Colts Steelers. I don't really think there's anything to talk about out of that game unless it's something crazy happens and we'll talk about it on next episode. But 
Uh, anything else, or do you want to talk about the World Cup? Oh, definitely want to talk about the World Cup. A lot to talk about. Um, so last that we talked, uh, game one had played, uh, at least for the U.S. We'll start with them first. Um, U.S. obviously got their draw against Wales. Wasn't the they played and they were the better team the entire game. They had one bad foul, um, and it was a foul in uh, in the box that cost a penalty. Get a draw in that game. Everybody, almost everybody was England is going to wipe the floor with USA. They were just going to wreck them. Um, there was, yep, my kid's right. Uh, there was a couple, a <laughs> uh, couple players on the team though um, that were, oh, thank you. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. You could, there you go. A um, couple players on their team that were like, Hey, don't overlook this young U S team. Um, they were. They have the third youngest team on average in the World Cup. The U.S. does. Um, and it was like they have spark. They have fight. We got the draw. We actually had. I believe it was more shots. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I don't see the stats on it, but we definitely were an aggressor on, especially the second half towards late in the game. Uh, England had a couple really good chances. Uh, um, you go. Um, and then, uh, so it comes simple for us Tuesday, come tomorrow morning, 11 AM. All USA has to do is they can't, they just have to beat Iran. That's simple. You can't tie. You can't lose. You just have to beat them. Um, Iran's not a bad team. They are still top 20 in the world. Um, but so are us Wales. So this group was all a, a good team or a good group. Um, but if they play like they did three halves out of the four against Iran, they win. Do uh, you think so, do you think the US can beat this Iran team? Uh also is yes. it Iran or Iran? It's Iran. So, I've always said Iran, but um I know it's Iran. Um I I've had friends who are worldly and i'm not trying to be <laughs> me like they they've traveled a lot they uh, m- most everywhere they hear it it's it's iran um um but uh yeah uh i 100 think they can beat them um with what they showed uh because uh, right now england sits at the top um with four points iran's got three we've got two so that means we we have to beat iran we can't tie them and you know just hope for the best um so yep it's easy win you're in so basically your round of 16 your um single game eliminations start tomorrow not in the round of 16 um will i think they get past the round of 16 no um like i said i believe they would have to play france um they won't win france is one of the heavy favorites uh but couple notes um in group a qatar shocker um <laughs> they they have a minus four goal di- differential they have lost two games um what but they were so good in that one game oh the, the only way they were making the world cup is if they held it yeah <laughs> anyway so we got that one um mexico our our friends down south uh 
they're pretty much they have to have a lot happen. They would have to win, and certain teams would have to lose. What team did Their Mexico chances? just lose to? Um, who do they play? Oh, so they lost their first game, um, and then they uh, they drew their second game. Um, so yeah, it's I work with a lot of people who are rooting for Mexico, and apparently, them losing their last game or not beating whoever they played last game was a big, uh, yeah, a big. So they issue tied against Poland to start uh, their World oh, Cup, and then they lost to Argentina two zero. But Argentina was a must win. Okay. Um, and then they have Saudi Arabia next, but that's who beat Argentina. Um, so that's where we're at with that. Um, can we, while he's doing that, I'm going to continue talking about it. Um, go forward one more. Nope. Wow. There's my phone is wanting to not cooperate with me. Um, so we're moving on in group D you have France. They've won there too. They're top. They've already moved on. Um, Australia most likely will come out of that. Um, the big shock, uh, Germany, uh, they have a same kind of spot as Mexico. They have a big uphill climb if they want to get out of it. Um, let's see who they play next because they may not be able to. So they play Costa Rica, um, and that would put them with playing Costa Rica. If they beat Costa Rica, they have to beat Costa Rica. Um, and they they have to beat Costa Rica, and Spain would have to beat Japan for Germany to advance. Um, Brazil, top of their group, uh, but the big thing there is uh, Neymar is not playing the rest of the group stages. Uh, he got injured, but he will be back um, as they get in the later rounds, is what they're saying. Um, and then Portugal is running away with it um, in Group H. Um so yeah, big day tomorrow. I'm really, really excited to see uh, how that pans on out for the U.S. Um, that is where we are. And come next uh, next podcast, next episode, you will know pretty much the shakedown of the round of 16. So while BJ's gone, let me jump over to hockey. Um, with the hockey... Not much has changed. You still have the Bruins crushing the Atlantic Division at 18 wins and three losses. The Devils, they finally lost their loose streak a couple games back, but they're still 18 and four, or their win streak, but they're still 18 and four. Um, absolutely nobody expected that. Um, a lot of people expected to be a better team this year, but to have an 18 and four and to be, uh, Arguably, the, or not, they're right behind the Bruins as the best team. Um, but the Bruins, if, if they lose, or if the Bruins lose their next game, they are tied. But if not, we are there. Um, pretty much, again, still nothing's going on. It's still so early in the season. It just ha uh, hit the quarter mark in the season. Um, and it's kind of nothing has changed since we've really talked about it last Um the standings are all pretty much the same. Uh, the Stars, the Blues, like I said, they were going to start making a, a run here, and then they have. They've, they've gained a few points, but the Stars are still on top. Um, uh, uh, the Central, the Pacific, the Golden Knights are still on top. They have dropped a couple in a row. Um, the surprising t 
team, I guess, outside of the Devils and the NHL would be the Kraken, um, sitting in second in the Pacific. Uh, so that's kind of your quick hockey updates. Um, we'll get more into hockey as the football season kind of ends, and then you start playoff hockey and playoff basketball. We'll get into that more because there won't be too much to talk about outside of start of baseball season, which nobody cares about the start of baseball season. Um, so, I mean, I'm a baseball fan and I still don't really care about the beginning of the season. It means nothing to me. Few trades. Um, so yeah, uh, BJ, I can't hear you. I just realized I muted myself, but yeah, the, uh, I mean, but that kind of, uh, fits right in with basketball and hockey as well as same with baseball, which is the first couple months of it. It kind of doesn't matter because the season's so long and they play so many games. Like what you just said is also uh, obviously kind of going on with the NBA at the moment, the Celtics and the Suns have both reclaimed their spots as the best teams in the West and the East. The Celtics really look like a world beater right now, followed closely by the Bucks. Those two were kind of obvious. The Sixers have actually started making their rise now, the team I root for. They're now six in the Eastern Conference rankings, which is great, you know, because they started the season, I think, like 0-3. The shocking teams are, I feel like, the Heat, the Net, the Bulls. Obviously, the Nets are dealing with all the weird off-the-field drama that has obviously affected their on-the-field play. Yeah, I'm surprised about the Heat, though, as well. Yeah, the Heat, I mean, there was a a game a couple nights ago where Jimmy Butler just absolutely saved the game. He blocked two key shots right at the end. That would have been buzzer beaters probably if they would have got off. But yeah, the Heat and Bulls both just felt like they were way better teams coming into this season. They might be able to course correct by the end of it, but I don't know. The Cavs are doing good for being a young team, as you talked about. Well, the Cavs finally got uh, Donovan Mitchell back. And uh, so they're kind of starting to, they just lost uh, a couple games. They, but again, they were to the bucks. They were to, uh, uh, or no, wait, no, the bucks was the, what was the game I was thinking of? Oh yeah. They lost two games to the bucks and one to the Timberwolves, but they look like they're kind of going to start getting back to what they were or uh, uh, earlier with Donovan Mitchell and the appearance or the re, you know, emergence of him um, or just coming back from injury. Standings, what I look like what it looks like it looks like just the east is so much better than the west overall. well the west it's like the warriors I don't know what the what is going on with the warriors this season same with the timberwolves and mavericks like they have that same weird three spot that I just talked about with the heat and the nets like the warriors the timberwolves and the magic and then the jazz have just fallen from grace i don't know what's going on with those four teams specifically the trailblazers and the kings being above those four are surprising but again seasons early we might see them start coming back clippers are finally starting to regain a little bit of momentum but yeah the still early to tell yeah the west it looks like it's going to be suns I don't know if I trust the Nuggets. I, I They're fun to watch, but I don't know. Same with the Grizzlies. They're just such a young team. They obviously have uh, Morant. And yeah, it really looks like it's just the Suns division to lose. The East looks like it's Boston, but obviously there's teams closer to them than closer to the Suns. But 
yeah just uh so far it's been a good basketball season definitely unpredictable so yeah no real standouts except for Suns and then uh Celtics followed closely behind by the Bucks everything else is kind of you know a toss-up but and then uh I did look up the Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes has five more touchdowns he has 29 uh 29 throwing one rushing which gives him 30 touchdowns he however has eight interceptions so I feel like Jalen Hurts is still the number one MVP because he has five fewer turnovers. Patrick Holmes has five more touchdowns, but Jalen Hurts has one more win. So, and one less loss. So I don't know. I don't know. I still feel I would go Hurts. Uh, anything else we didn't cover, Casino? No, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, and we will be back. Uh, I'll be posting this podcast Tuesday morning. Get all our podcasts Tuesday and Fridays um we'll be back on next episode to predict a fun-filled nfl weekend we'll talk some more college nhl nba and then we will yeah uh just have another show uh we'll also probably talk about the monday and thursday night games if they're good uh oh also let's just just in case we don't record till friday who do you think wins this thursday with the patriots and uh, Bills. No. You know what? I think your Patriots pull it off. I'm going for the upset pick. I'm picking Patriots Casino. <laughs> All right. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. He's over there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next episode.